hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. Exco, give it to you. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, <laughs> that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Exco, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Bully Ray, and Tommy Dreamer, a year removed from her exit of the WWE, Mandy Rose joins us here on Busted Open. And also before... The Iron Claw hits theaters worldwide. We speak to Hall of Famer Kevin Von Erich right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Mandy Sachs, formerly Mandy Rose in the world of the WWE. Mandy, thank you so much for the time. I know you've been on this show before, but it's the first time we've had you on in a while. So appreciate the time this morning. Yes. No, thanks for uh, having me. It's been a minute, but um, all is well. So I'm happy to be on here. Now, Mandy, it's been about a year now that you've been gone from the world of pro wrestling. So just talk about this past, you know, 11 to 12 months for you. It's been pretty crazy um, as an understatement, like we uh, said, but um, it's been amazing. I can't complain. Um, I've had a lot of ups and downs, um, just like anything. But since I've been away from it, you know, I think the fear for a lot of us in when we're in the wrestling world, it's like, you know, what do I do after this? Am I going to be able to sustain a great lifestyle and um, have, you know, financial freedom and all that? So I have to say, um, I've been blessed and it's been amazing. And uh I've had a lot of great opportunities come my way, so I'm grateful. Mandy, you've been away for a uh, for a while now. Have you gotten the itch to go back anywhere, get back in a ring, uh, do anything within the world of pro wrestling and sports entertainment? So to be honest, I haven't really got the itch yet. Um, I kind of, I'm actually a little surprised. I thought that I would get it as we just said, coming up on almost a year. Um, but I really haven't, uh, I do miss certain things. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. I miss the camaraderie. I miss, uh, my friends over there. I speak to them a lot. Um, I miss that adrenaline rush, of course, but the itch, the itch to get out there and wrestle right now, it, it's, I don't have it right now. I have to be honest. That's fine. How's uh, your body feeling that you haven't been wrestling uh, yeah. for a year? My body's been feeling good. Um, you know, 
thankfully I, like, I wasn't a crazy high flyer and I didn't do a lot of crazy moves. Um, so I had no injuries my whole career. So I've been blessed in that aspect, but my body's been feeling good. I still train, you know, five, six days a week. I'm still like ready if I want to get right back in there, which I like to stay ready. I don't like to get off my grind. Um, but, but my body's been feeling good. So that's definitely a plus. Great to hear. You know, Mandy, that, that last time you were in the ring, um, you knew that it was probably going to be your last match, correct? When you last time you went in the ring. So what was going on in your mind knowing that, oh my gosh, like this is going to be the last time I step into a WWE ring. A lot of mixed feelings. Uh, it was a crazy day. Um, and I just had so many mixed feelings. I kind of was I, I was kind of making jokes about it, to be honest. I think that's my sense of humor. Um, I get that from my dad. Like, you know, if it's uncomfortable, uncomfortable situation or there's just a lot of media and press going on that day, which there was, I just kind of kept making jokes with the girls. Like, this is this is it, girls. Like, we've had fun, you know, like, and they just, they didn't believe me and all that. But I just had that feeling and uh, um, it was a lot of mixed emotions. I was really happy to pass the torch to Roxanne Perez, um, who I'm good friends with and became good friends with. So it was, I was really excited for her and to watch her grow and obviously all the other women that I've been working with so much, but it was really bittersweet. I mean, I think finally when that match was over, um, you know, I, I had a standing ovation and I think kind of the crowd felt it as well. And just with what was going on. And um, I really felt it in that moment. Like, I felt like this is okay. I know I belong here. I know I've, I've put my hard work into it, but I think just along my journey of like the whole, like, you know, putting respect on my name. And I feel like it took me a while and it took fans a while to kind of get that uh, feeling like, like I belong here. And I just feel like finally that was a moment where I was like, wow, I think I put the, I put the work in regardless of the outcome right now. It's what's going on. I think it's been a hell of a, hell of a run. And and that that's almost the crime and the shame of it, Mandy, because, you know, we had our award show last year and you won our award for most improved wrestler. Like, I feel like everybody was like that year, 2022, is I feel like the world of wrestling recognized how good you were in the ring. And I think everybody if there were going to if there was going to be any news about you is going to be about you moving up to the main roster. That would probably be the only change like like it's bittersweet in a way that yes, as soon as you hit your stride, it ended. But also, I'm so glad that you had that opportunity to show everybody how really good you were in the squared circle. Thank you. Yeah, and I do agree with that. I think if you know if it panned out a certain way, different. Like I just feel like that the last two years, I, I did get a good opportunity to really showcase my abilities and. and and gain that respect. And I developed like a different kind of love for the business as well. You know, it wasn't just like, it was reassuring to me that I was like, okay, now I'm, I'm, I'm able to kind of get the right training. I felt like and the right reps and just like work with so many different women. And like, my confidence was like through the roof. And I was, I just got that opportunity. So I felt really good. Um, so I, I will say as much as, you know, I didn't plan the way that happened the ending of all of it but um i did have an amazing time and i'm glad that happened mandy i i remember at a certain time um speaking about you on this show very highly i actually went on record to say you were making trish stratus-esque 
uh, movement forward. I saw you improving so much. Uh, your confidence in the ring. There was so much good going on. And then almost overnight, it stopped as if something happened. And then obviously the NXT was the, your resurgence. What happened in that stoppage time? Was it creative? Was it you? Was it personal? What happened in there? That's a great question because I sometimes try to sit and reflect about my career and obviously the ups and downs like we all do. But I think there was a lot of pressure from the beginning, like even tough enough days, right? The total divas and I got thrown into total divas and I was super grateful for it. But I'm thrown in this mix of all these amazing veterans that kind of look at me like, all right, who's this bitch? Because like she didn't, you know, do much to get here. And I just felt like there was so much pressure and I was trying to be nice to everyone um, coming from a tough enough reality show where I was like, you know, the big bad wolf on that show. <laughs> but um, I just felt like there was so much pressure. And then there was a lot of comparisons to Trish Stratus. And I was, you know, super grateful for that. I thought that was amazing. But personally, I think there was a meeting with Vince. I remember, I will say there was a meeting and he, he had told me that he loves, um, you know, my character and what I'm doing and all, but just be more me. And I remember that was like the one thing I felt like there was a part of me where I was maybe trying too hard to be that sexy character in a way. And I think I look back and I can relate and see certain times. And in the moment, maybe I didn't think that, but I think I, there was so much pressure of like, maybe, you know, the golden goddess and and, um, you know, the Emelina character at one point, I felt like there was so much like, okay, I got to be sexy. And I felt like there was a time period where I was trying a little too hard. And I don't think it came off as natural. But that would be my only guess as to as far as like, the time frame of when I felt like I kind of slipped off a little bit, or maybe, you know, creative didn't have something for me, or, you know, there's a million other different reasons, who knows, but I felt like that might have been a little part of it. I felt like I was trying to be sexy too much. Whereas like, I don't need to try like less is more right for me. Hearing you say I was trying too hard to be sexy. <laughs> just, you know, when you hear it, you're like, uh, obviously, you know, you're, you're beautiful. Just your, your presence alone, uh, uh, you know, reeks of that sex appeal. So to hear you say I was trying to be hard, it almost doesn't make sense when you hear it. If, if that makes sense to you. No, it does. You're exactly right. And I think, uh, to me, I was actually really confused about it at first because like when I had that conversation with Vince, obviously I needed to take that and listen to him. He's, you know, the, the guy to listen to. I was like, okay. So then I think I was like, okay, let me not try so hard. And then I just think it was just a combination of things, but I didn't think I was trying too hard, but you know how it is. You guys have all had the experience of one year here, one year, and, and so many different people telling you different things that you're like, uh, shit, let me just, and then that's what I think the NXT run for me was like, I need to be me. I need a little edge. I'm like what I normally naturally am. Like I'm a little bit of a tomboy. I grew up with three brothers. Like I need that little bit of edge. I'm not this like, perf I, I don't know. It's just, I had the same talk with Vince. I had to scale down my sex appeal when I was on TV. It was, it was very difficult. <laughs> I could totally see that. <laughs> Mandy, do you, uh, do you watch, uh, NXT? I do. And I do not, you know, religiously every week, but I do. Um, uh, who okay. who stands out for you? Um, obviously, obviously, I love, you know, what uh, Tiffany Stratton has done since I've I've obviously 
uh, been away from there. I think there was, you know, some comparisons of them, you know, to her trying to them trying to make her like me, which I don't agree with. I think she's her own person. I, I we, you know, we all can be compared to people. Like I love being compared to Trish Stratus, but I am my own person as well. So I think she's an incredible athlete. I think even when I was training um, over there, I just couldn't imagine, you know, I, she, the way she was progressively getting better so fast was just like, it was wild. So I, I, I definitely see that. Um, and then I just think there's so many women right now um, that are rising. Like, I just, I just feel like there's, like some of these girls I remember training or they just got there and now all of a sudden they're like having these amazing matches, which I'm just like, wow, like it's crazy to see, which is awesome. It's also awesome. You get to look from the outside now, seeing it and watching them develop as opposed to just being, you forget about those things or don't appreciate it when you're in that mix. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Mandy, we loved the work that you did with Otis. We love toxic attraction and NXT for you, what was the most fun and the most rewarding part of your career in the WWE? I would definitely say the last two years uh, being in NXT and obviously evolving my character to, to, you know, crazy heights, but also helping the other women. Like I never thought that someone like me, um, when we're just pertaining to wrestling, would be able to help these younger girls that have been wrestling way longer than me on the independence and know way more you know about wrestling than I do but it was actually really nice to help them they helped me as well um and just kind of be there for them and I developed a really close relationship with a lot of them um and that was really cool because I don't know I didn't I guess I had that in NXT when I was first there you know Daria and I Sonia and I were super close all the time but it just felt different I guess maybe because I already went up to to Monday Night Raw and Smackdown and then coming back I had so much more experience and I can help the other girls and guys. So I would definitely say that was the highlight of my career. Mandy, one of the things that you mentioned earlier that you miss is the camaraderie of the locker room and the friendships that you make and the relationships. Tell me something you don't miss about pro wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, do we have enough time? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, What I don't miss. Well, the travel, obviously that's, that's kind of, um, you know, now I, I just bought a house back um, in New York where my family is. Uh, so I've been, you know, spending a lot of time with my family ever since my brother passed. It's been tough, but staying close with my family is a must. So having that freedom of being able to be in two places and kind of being like a snowbird right now, which is is awesome. But um, just having that freedom of being able to spend time with my family and and do things for them. You know, I'm helping my dad's business, kind of revamping that his deli up here. So there's just so many things that I'm like getting so much reward from, which is nice because I feel like I don't, you know, I, I want to still have my purpose. Right. I feel like sometimes I do get down certain days. Cause I'm like, Oh, I was so busy wrestling, traveling the world, experiencing all these amazing things. But like, since I've been away from it, I actually haven't missed a beat with any, like I'm stu- super like busy still. I haven't stopped. I've picked up new things, um, new hobbies, and, you know, the biggest one is helping my family and being closer to them because, you know, life's short. So that's been that's been a blessing. So the traveling, I definitely don't miss. <laughs> you know, Andy, it's funny because, you know, me being a, a married man, if I'm leaving the house to go to a concert, or I'm hanging out with a friend like it's it's almost like the most difficult situation to pull yourself from the home to go do and make personal time. You know, you're engaged. You have a fiance. I would have to think this life outside of wrestling makes 
those types of things so much easier because I, I can only imagine how difficult it was to maintain a relationship when you're on the road as much as you were. Yeah, it really is. And our relationship has grown and got, we've gotten so much closer since I've been away from it just because we have time to do things together and, Mm -hmm. you know, set up a new house where it's like, you know, that you just, that lifestyle, it's tough. And, um, and he obviously, you know, being in the NFL for many years and chasing and, and wrestling as well, like he finally can sit back and, and relax and be able to just like enjoy these little moments. And that's why we we're like, we're really big on that. Like we're super routine, but like we enjoy our Friday date night. We enjoy like sitting by the fire, having a drink and just like, just enjoying those little moments because, um, you know, you kind of, we all, we all chase, 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 and we get to a point and then, you know, it's like, well, did I enjoy it? Like I was always waiting for the next thing, or I was always waiting for that title and this, and it's just, it's a lot. That's why I try to tell the girls too to enjoy the moment. Like, I know it sounds cliche, but I've had some of the best experiences being on the road and traveling all different countries with all the women and the guys, you know, we had a, we had a ton of fun. I, I know man, for myself, man. if I miss Friday night, date night, I'm in the doghouse. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah. That ain't happening. <laughs> Go ahead, Bo. I just wanted to ask you, Mandy, uh, I loved the stuff that you did with Otis. I found it so entertaining. You guys had such a chemistry, such a dynamic. Was it as much fun for you? And if you could speak for Otis also, was it as much fun for the both of you doing it as it was for us watching it? Yes, for sure. I mean, you guys know Otis. He's just hilarious. Like half the time I didn't even know what he was saying. I was always just like, (laughs) and that he's just, he's so funny and just so genuinely like just naturally like hilarious. Um, You know, he didn't, he doesn't try hard. So I had so much fun. I have to say besides the NXT, um, you know, uh, two years of being in NXT, the Otis storyline was by far my favorite time as well. (laughs) <laughs> uh talk about the uh the podcast with your fiance uh power alphas what's that about and how can people yeah. listen yeah we started this um podcast power alphas and uh you know we're just talking about pretty much everything inspiring true stories the ups and downs you know our both of our experiences in um being you know being professional athletes and whatnot and having different guests on so we kind of always wanted to do this um so we're, we're pretty excited. We're, we're new to the podcast gang, you know, so it's, uh, it's, um, it's been a learning curve, but yeah, we have, we're available on uh, Apple podcasts and Spotify and obviously YouTube as well. So check it out. So Mandy, Oh, scared Tommy. No, go, you go. So Mandy, the phone rings tomorrow and on the other end, you're like, hello, Mandy, how are you? Good <laughs> to talk to you. We want you back on Monday and you can do anything that you want. We're giving you the pencil. What are you doing? Ooh, giving me the pencil. Well, I think it's a, it's a conversation for sure. Um, I, you know, I'm not saying no, especially if they're giving me the pencil. Um, yeah, that, that's a conversation for sure. Yeah. But who would you want to, if you had the ability to go back there and write your own ticket, who would you want to work with? Who would you want to tell a story with? Somebody from your past or somebody brand new? Um, it's a good question. I mean, I think there's probably multiple people that I would like to work with or if I really sat down and thought about it. But um, I mean, I know it's kind of, it's done and you know there's we're all split up and all but I mean toxic attraction 
was a big thing. I mean, we, we all can't, we can't deny that. So there has been, you know, I've sometimes thought about it. I'm like, oh, that would be really cool. Imagine I came back and reunited them and it was toxic attraction on the main roster. Like that would be cool, I, I would say. But, you know, you never know. Good answer. <laughs> Uh, no, I was just going to say, going from your podcast and uh, about inspiration um, for you, I'm, I know you, but I don't know you. We're from the same area, went to the same college. Um, you made it. And I'm telling you from someone who's a wrestler, bully, Dave, Mark, we all talked so highly about you and whatever doubt and things that you you know said or comparisons, there's now going to be people who compared to you. Because, listen, I used to be considered a pretty boy, and your looks are superficial. You carried an audience with your work. You carried an audience with your interviews and everything that you felt like maybe you were lacking. And then the fact that you, at your age, you're also like, I'm cool with everything. You're very, very blessed to realize that. Because for me, it took a pandemic to realize, man, maybe I can be normal without wrestling. Um but we're also about giving flowers here and bully Dave, myself, Mark, we did nothing but because you were so different. And now that we're realizing, Hey, you, you were being more comfortable being you. So kudos to you to, to experience that. And I just wanted to say that to you uh, publicly and, you know, to your face. And if wrestling will always be here for you, if uh, you miss it so much, then you yeah, hell give me a call. Uh, happy to help. Or I'm sure you can write your own ticket anywhere else, but that, that's not for everybody, but for you, it was, you broke Thank a mold you. and really busted out on your own, which is really, really cool to see your development as a person and a character on television. I have no follow-ups. I normally just like talk like this, but because I'm just listening to the interview and I've heard different things that you've also said on interviews, because when your world gets thrust, a lot of people don't survive or a lot of people like, what do I do next? And you've realized I can do other things. And also plug your damn parents' place. Come on. <laughs> yeah, that, and I you know, know what? Right? The, the wrestling was all good and everything like that. But let's get into the donuts. I want to hear more about <laughs> you know, your, your donuts. Yes. Please. Well, There's donuts involved. Thank you. Yes. I know. I, I'm, I'm involved with a lot of food, believe it or not. Um, well, first off, thank you, Tommy. I really appreciate those kind words. And oh. uh, I know... You know, we've spoke way back and uh, we do come from the same area. So that means a lot. And um, I really appreciate that. Um, but yeah, the my dad's deli, Arthur Avenue Deli, that's um, we're moving to Mayapak. We're basically these towns are like five minutes away. So we were we're still in Carmel right now, New York, moving five minutes up in Mayapak to a new store probably starting after Thanksgiving, which is exciting. Everything's brand new, kind of revamped, a little modernized. Um, and the donuts, we, um, Sonia Deville and myself have taken a little break on it just because our schedules were a little off. And especially when I went to NXT, we weren't able to do our YouTube videos and all that, but, um, we had them available on Uber Eats to Mandy's donuts. Um, right now we're in this transitional phase where we're trying to figure out where, what we want to do next with it. Um, sneak peek, I might end up, we might end up trying to carry them at the deli, which will be cool. So we can do some awesome. branding and promotional stuff there which will be really cool but yeah we we created that that brand years ago just by you know engaging with our fans on youtube and then um you know we always had the envision of having a brick and mortar down the road so 
still in the works. My own coffee. We can do your coffee. I mean, my coffee, your donuts. Uh, (laughs) I'll bring it up to your uh, parents' place whenever you do your grand opening. Happy to. Yes, that would that would be awesome. I'll let you guys know when that's happening for sure. Hell yeah, Dave. We got to go hit up this deli. Listen, (laughs) yeah, I'm telling you guys. It's very it's rare I leave New Jersey, but I'll do that. I'll go into New York in, in, in order to do that. So I have no problem. People doing come from, they come from all over. And I'm not just saying this because my dad, but like his fresh mozzarella is by far the best. Like, in the, I mean, I'm not even just saying that. <laughs> you got to try have fresh mozzarella. Yeah, we're we gonna have, have to have, have it catered. Open after dark. <laughs> we're gonna have to have it catered, uh, bully. Uh, you know. Mandy, uh, your life, especially the last couple of years, obviously all over social media and being a celebrity like yourself, you know, it's very hard uh, to have a private life. Like is so what's one thing about you that, you know, that fans really don't know about you? Something that like, you know, everything is kind of out there, but something that, you know, your fans may not know about you. Um. I, I guess I would say like, I'm just, I'm super humble. I mean, whether people know that or not, like I, you know, I may be perceived differently and I, I like to wear nice things and obviously live a lavish lifestyle in a sense, but I'm very, very humble. And, you know, when I come back home, uh, my fiance even always says that he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, you're such an amazing woman. He's like, you're literally like you were on a TV show the week before, whatever it was, you're on Tamron Hall. And then the next week you're literally in your dad's deli, like in the dumpster cleaning stuff out. Like we were cleaning out the old store. There was a lot of crap. So I was like taking videos of it. Cause I like to show people that. And it's not, I'm not trying to prove to them, like, look guys, I could do this, but it's like, it's more to show them that like, I'm just a regular girl. I grew up, you know, with three older brothers. I was always playing outside with them, a little bit of a tomboy. And I just, I'm, I'm just normal. And I'm like, well, I wouldn't say normal, but you know what I mean? Uh, I would say humble and just very down to earth. Um, and I don't know. I think a lot of people do know that, that know me, but the people that don't know me that well, I would say they, they wouldn't know that. Or wouldn't Mandy, that. If wrestling would have never worked out for you and all your side business and extracurricular businesses would have panned out, what would you be doing right now? Like if you weren't working in dad's deli, like what would you have done on your own? Well, I did go to Iona College and get a bachelor's degree in speech language pathology. So I would have gone to get my master's and I would have, you know, had a nice career with that. That's, that's a great job. There's a lot of different, you know, places where you can work. Um, but yeah, I always think of that. Actually, it's so funny you ask that because I'm like, wow, if I didn't take that leap of faith of like even getting into the bodybuilding world, because that was kind of the first um, stepping stone before wrestling. So I just feel like if I didn't take that leap of faith and that's what I always tell people or young people, like take risk, you know, you really never know wh- where it's going to go. I had no idea what I was getting myself into when I had that Skype interview with, um, tough enough at like literally no idea. I mean, I I'm, I'm always honest with people. I didn't grow up watching wrestling really. I obviously I, I watched it a little bit, but I wasn't a diehard fan. So I didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Um, but I took that leap of faith and then I just, fell in love with the business. And I, you know, I, before that I fell in love with bodybuilding. So I think it's just like, just take risks. You never know where you're going to end up. Uh, also you mentioned your fans. Uh, 
your fans are going to have an opportunity to meet you uh, Saturday, this upcoming Saturday, November 11th at the big event. Also, you're going to be at WrestleCade yeah. November 25th. So obviously, any, anyone who's listening, make sure you take advantage of those opportunities to meet you. And Mandy, how can uh, fans get in touch with you? How can they, how can they follow you? Yeah, I mean, you know, social media, obviously, um, Mandy Sachs throughout Instagram, Twitter, um, TikTok, all that. Um, obviously, I get a little more intimate on my OnlyFans account. I talk to everybody, um, message there. Instagram, it's a little tough to talk to people. So um, that account, I do I do a lot there. And um, yeah, you know, when, when you brought up earlier about the itch, I just want to say one thing, like, I don't have the itch, but I will say the fans are the ones that would make me want to come back, to be honest. Like, not to say that I wouldn't want to do it for myself, um, but do I need to do it? Probably not. But if I would do it, it would be for the fans. And I'm not just saying that because I've really grew a tr- tremendous fan base since from NXT um, those last two years as champion. Well, I would like to wear my Toxic Attraction T-shirt again. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I think you should do that just for that sake alone. Uh, Mandy, thank you so much for the time. This has been awesome. and We hope we can do it again. Yes. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. The Busted Open Podcast is now available on YouTube. This is Dave LaGreca, host of Busted Open, the number one pro wrestling show on the planet. You can now watch and listen to the award-winning Busted Open Podcast every single day on YouTube. Our best interviews, behind-the-scenes access, and some of our best content from the past. All available right now when you go to YouTube.com slash at Busted Open Podcast. Subscribe right now. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. Did you hear that? That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. Extra, give it to you. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. And that, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Extra, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric CDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors No Prep No Mess Meals. 
Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Our good friend Kevin Von Erich joins us right now here on Busted Open. Mr. Von Erich, uh, thank you. I know this is a... A busy day for you, so thank you so much for giving us your time this morning. Oh, my pleasure. Glad to be here with you guys. How's it going today? We're great. We're great, uh, Kevin. It's Tommy Dreamer and Bully Ray. We're we're talking with the fans about uh, not only the history of the business, but uh, deleting history and all sorts of stuff and champions and lineage. So any day of talking wrestling, as you know, is a good day. <laughs> I guess so. Well, I'll tell you, it's good to be back in Dallas. I was looking around, and you wouldn't believe how much the place has changed in 18 years. I'm sure. And, you know, you're you're back in Dallas. Tonight is a big night. It's going to be the premiere of The Iron Claw, the movie on you and your family. So let me first ask you, Kevin, like, I mean, listen, you know, we, we could talk about the life of being a wrestler, the life of your family, but you're uh, – it involved in a major motion picture. One of the biggest actors right now in 2023 is playing you. I mean, how does that feel to see your entire life and your career up on the silver screen? Oh, it's something different. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) It's strange, you know, and then to look up there and see someone looking like me, dressing like me and going through the same situations. I went, it's, it's, um, Wow, it's kind of uh, surreal, you know. Kevin, um, have you seen the final edit of the movie, or will tonight's premiere be the first time you see the finished piece? Well, they came out to San Antonio and uh, and played it for us for the family. But I gotta tell you, you know, I've had a lot of brain concussions and my ears ring, you know, like uh, tinnitus they call it, and. So I missed a lot of the audio, but uh, I'm going to watch it again tonight because they're going to turn it up a little louder for me, and, and I'll uh, I'll have it. But uh, yeah, the movie is uh, it's awesome. I really think these people did a great job, and uh, you know, I didn't have anything to do with it, but uh, my hats off to them. I thought they really they really yeah, I thought they really did did a great job, Kevin. How would dad feel about this movie? My dad? Yep. Well, um, let me tell you, when the movie, the movie is going to be pretty hard on my dad. And I, uh, you know, I got to tell you that the way people, a lot of people may see it is not the way I see it. I, down here in Texas, uh, you know, we got to remember my dad was born in 1929. That's the depression, you know, and, uh, and he, that's the way fathers were back then. You didn't 
children were to be seen and not heard, you know, and we were like, uh, and, and so we didn't, uh, it was different. If you, if you think about the Vietnam, the Vietnam war, you hear a lot of Texas accents out there. We hear football players, the NFL, there were a lot of Texas players out there from, and I just think it could be the fathers down here in Texas are, were very strict back in my day. And I mean, to the point where you know, I, I yeah, I knew I'd get a leather strap across my back if I uh, when I got caught doing something wrong. But that was that was the game. I knew not to do it, and uh, and my dad would you know kick my butt when I did. And we all expected that. And but when I played ball up at North Texas, there were a few of my teammates. There was dads were the same way. You know, it's like it, it might seem really strict and really hard today, but back then it was not. It was not so um, uncommon, you know. You know, sir, I, the question I have for you, and, and listen, I, I love the fact that that people are going to be able to see this movie and that this is going to be documented. And, you know, fans of a new generation of pro wrestling are going to understand how big and how important the Von Erich family was to pro wrestling. How did you feel when you were first you know, approached and first heard that they were making a movie about your family. What what were your thoughts and feelings? Well, of course, I was really worried about it, you know, because uh, I know when you look on YouTube and see some of the things uh, wrestlers are saying and, and that are just not accurate, I thought, well, where are they going to take their information from? But, uh, but you know, it's I, I talked to the director, Sean Durkin, and, and he was – you know, because I, I was worried about, you know, I'm, I love my dad, and my brothers love my dad, too, so I was kind of worried about it, but he told me that everything I, everything the movie is going to be uh, in the movie is either something I heard you say or read that you said, and so yeah, I thought, oh, no, you know, I've been doing this for uh, 30 years ago, so 39 years ago, almost, and uh, and so it could be anything, but uh, it turned out it it's a... Uh, I think it's really going to be a good thing. I, let me say, I'm, I'm hoping that people will from this movie will take the fact that you know it. Yeah, life is hard, but we're men. We have to be hard. You know, it kicks you right in the butt sometimes. And and for me, it was like you know, ten years of a death every other year. But uh, but let me tell you that life. I'm not the only one there are a lot of people that live hard lives out here rough lives and i'm sure you have too and uh, we all know but a man has to get up he has to get up and he has to start fighting again and it's like life is tough but men are tough make it happen you know it's, it's worth the fight and i think the movie because that's a good message i believe i hope people take that away from this Kevin, uh, did the did your sons watch the movie? Did they enjoy it? Because I know they're in the business. I saw them a couple of months ago. Yeah, they really did. They uh, nice. You know, now I got to remember it's taken from a true story, and so it's uh, but uh, so it's not going to be completely accurate. Like for instance, Kristen and Jill, my two oldest children, my girls, in the movie, they're uh, the youngest, and Ross and Marshall, the oldest. So there's some things that are. You know, not exactly like things were, but uh, but just a movie. That's that's kind of how you right. just think how much information they're going to try to cram into into those two hours. It's just too much, and so they have to change a little bit around. But I think for the most part, it's it's 
it's a good movie. It's really uh, well done, and I think these guys are definitely experts, real pros. You know, Kevin, I got so many questions, and I know time is short because you have a busy schedule today, but, like, you know, we have talked about your family and your career so many times here on this show, and like you said, it's been talked about on YouTube and dissected. So the one question I have is, and, and I'm wondering how it's going to be approached in the movie, was, was Lance Von Erich. You know, what were your thoughts at the time that Lance Von Erich was introduced, and is that, is that talked about in the movie at all? Uh, well, I don't, uh, let me tell you, as far as Lance is concerned with all that, I, you know, I was dead set against that. And, uh, and so was Carrie, you know, and it was like, but in my dad's eyes, it was, you know, we had been running three shows a day, you know, I'd, I'd be in one show, Carrie'd be in the other. And then, uh, um, Dave would do the other, but now with Dave going, it was, uh, you know, the, either Carrie or I were having to work twice a day. And so then uh, when Mike went, it was like, uh, well, it was it was just so much work. I can understand my dad was trying to just keep the machine running. After all, we are a family business, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it was too much. But the idea to, to think we could just move Lance into that spot, it was it was wrong. And I, I wish we hadn't done it, but, you know, my dad was running the show, and so that's the way it, that's the way it went. Uh, Kevin, you must be very excited. After this movie comes out, your indie booking fee is going to go through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, are, are you – last I, I remember you were in Hawaii, correct? Yeah, yeah. Still living in Hawaii? Yeah, I do. Uh, we've got we still got the place there, but we're, we've all uh, most of my children, well, my, my children. We've moved to San Antonio. It's near San Antonio. You know, I'm not I'm not going to live in the in the city. So we found a really good out in the out in the wild place. You know, where there's deer and turkey and and all sorts of wildlife. And uh, but that's here in out there in San Antonio. But uh, my daughter Jill still is in Kauai, and she's got my grandkids who I love so much, and I miss them so bad. But uh, so they're still there. But we're going to keep that place. I could never sell a place out there. It's just so peaceful and so perfect for me. But you know, we have a we have things we have to do, you know. And so uh, we can, we need a place here in Texas too. So it's going to be great. But uh, it is hard me missing those grandkids like I do. Um, last question from me. Uh, and again, thank you so much. And again, the iron claw premiering in Dallas tonight, and then it's going to be hitting theaters worldwide in December. How did you feel? Uh, Zach Efron did, uh, playing you in the movie. Well, no, I just met him and he is a first class guy. Let me tell you, I, I really, I really, I'm telling you, these guys, these people are so devoted to their craft that I mean, they, it's stunned. I was surprised how much he knew about me and how much he was, had studied me. And I mean, that's, that's the way they are. I think it's going to be, I think he's the right guy, right guy to do this. I'd, actually, I think he looks more like Carrie than he does me. And uh, that haircut, I had to say, man, did my hair ever really look that bad? <laughs> 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 but, 
but he was he said, Oh, it's starting to grow you know, the thing is I cut my own hair. I don't go to the barber, I'm too cheap and too lazy. I just cut it myself, you know, and I mean I, I, I grab it and anything sticks out farther than two fingers, I cut that and then in the winter I make it a three finger for a little warmth up there. But other than that, you know, I, I've never really cared about looks so much. I just wanted to keep it out of my eyes, you know, and so I never did have a really good haircut, but you know, I always cut it myself, so I'm to blame. Well, uh, Mr. Von Eric, thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time. Uh, enjoy tonight because it's your night, and this movie is going to be huge. And your story, the story of your family, I'm just so glad that it's going to be remembered and remembered in a positive way. So, Mr. Von Eric, thank you so much for the time this morning. We really appreciate My it. My pleasure. My pleasure. You guys have a great day. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. That's what an estimated 500 horsepower sounds like. Exco, give it to you. How about that? That's a premium banging Olufsen sound system with 18 speakers and a Biosonic sound experience. That, that's our legacy. You ready to be a part of it? Exco, give it to you. Unlock the energy of the all-electric ZDX Type S. Order now at Acura.com. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.